At 2 p.m. on Monday, April 26, 1993, a janitor entered a bathroom on the second floor of Bartlett Hall, a dorm at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. The janitor was there to clean up on the woman's floor of the dorm. When she entered the private stall with a bathtub, she was faced with a horrifying discovery. Terrified, she ran out screaming, but unable to speak from shock, she grabbed a student to show them the horror she discovered. They called the police and soon the campus was swarming with police officers and crime scene tape hung on the door to the bathroom. Welcome to the Macabre Family Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Macabre Family Podcast. I am Stephanie, as usual. And, and Mom. Well, Mom's here. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> here with my mom. How are you? Good. And she's eating. Yep. <laughs> Yogurt. Yogurt. That makes yourself feel better. Right? Mm-hmm. Help with your enzymes. Mm-hmm. So before we get started, I want to cite my sources, alaska.gov, medium.com, darkdowneast.com, law.alaska.gov, alaskapublic.org, and cbsnews.com. It was on Dark Down East? Yeah. That's, I had to have listened to it before. You must have, yeah. Oh, yeah. But they um, they cite the sources and stuff, so I got a lot of sources from there. Mm. Oh. Well, it's a local guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what she does, only cases from Maine, right? Right, Yeah. right. Which is well, how do you have a whole, to it. whole pot? Yeah, I guess whole podcast about people who did bad shit. Me. <laughs> yeah, but she goes back like in the seventies and the eighties, missing people. Yeah, um, I know we had. Um, there's been a couple that have been covered. One was a lady. I think it was in Belfast, maybe up. Oh yeah, a little up, up there. north. I feel like a lot of them are up north. Yeah, hey, and they trapped her. You know. Uh, uh, inmate, uh, supposedly he was, you know, undercover, but he oh, was playing an inmate. Yes. Called her up and said, um, I just want to know, you know, I was talking to so-and-so and he says that somebody's running their mouth. She goes, honey, it ain't me. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, there's Maine right there. Right. He ain't me. <laughs> so you just blew your, yourself out. <laughs> I, would, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. right? Yeah. It's like, what the heck? You? No, she was, she was stupid. I'm surprised right. it took him 20 years. 20 years? Yeah, it was a woman who um, so she get hired, hired, a, hired somebody to kill her husband. He was retiring after working. I don't, he was working for the military. What military extension? I don't know. But he was gone during the week and came home on weekends. So faithful husband, yada yada yada. Basically, they were he was retiring from the military, so they were she already older. Him, she didn't want him around. Oh, for Christ's sake! That would ruin everything because she, was she out had, of all, yeah, yeah. And they asked her, "Why'd you do it?" And, and she goes, "Just because all he does is nag." Then get a divorce. That's all he does is nag. Get a, whoops, get a divorce. But she didn't want to lose all the retirement. I'm oh, just like, me a break. I got floored. It's just like I just wanted to punch her. So she must have been super old then. When they caught her finally, you figured twenty five years in the service, maybe I don't know. So she had to be in her sixties. Well, no, no. Like yeah, a lot of them retire in the fifties. Yeah, but then it took twenty years to find her. Oh yeah. So yes, yeah. I think like maybe sixty eight. Jesus I Christ! Know. I don't know. But. So uh, we can jump right into it if you like. Okay. Sophie Sergi was born on 
in June, sorry, of 1972. I couldn't find her actual birth date. But it was in June? June, yeah, because that's what um, she was, the she findagrave.com. Yeah. yeah. In the small rural village of Pitka's Point, Alaska. She was part of the Yupik tribe who resides there. I think I'm saying that right. It's like Y-U-P apostrophe I-K. Yupik? Yupik. Yupik. Did you um, ask Google? No. What? Yeah, I didn't. I'm, I was lazy Google this week. Pronunciation. Hey, Google, how do you pronounce this word? Every t- So I have Siri on mine, right? Mm-hmm. And me and Hunter both have the same phone. Every time I say, hey, Siri, into my... I it try does to, hers. Yes, it does <laughs> hers. So I was like, I didn't realize we sounded alike. She's like, I, apparently we do. Mm-hmm. So at the time she was living there, there was 70 people in the village. Oh, my word. 70. So basically, and they're probably a good chunk of them are re- related. related. Yeah. You would think. I can't even imagine. And, and they're at the top of the world. Like oh, that's, that's so not the Antarctica. It's basically it. It's I know it's pretty far up there. Because this was um, it's five and a half, so five hundred and something miles from Fairbanks is their village. Wow. Yeah. North. Yes. Wow. More like kind of over. Yeah. I think yeah. So Sophie loved her village, but she had bigger dreams. She was hardworking, ambitious, and smart, and she wanted to join the Navy. I wonder where they went to school. In the village, they have yeah, but village only schools. Seventy. Yeah, I mean, so probably a lot. They have like little schoolhouses, I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen? They have a show like called the uh, um, like Small Town America. Kind of. It's um, ba 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 ba. They do the cold below life below zero or something yep. like that. Yeah. And they have a um, native Alaskans in village and stuff like. Some of these villages they don't allow uh, alcohol. No. Nope. Stuff like that. And if you do get it, if you're... It's in the tribal. Yeah, laws. But if you right. do get it, it's super expensive. So yeah. people will like... Well, you have to um, fly everything it in. Well, yeah. And they have to fly everything in. Yes. So she wanted to join the Navy, but she was only four foot nine. So well, she's she teeny. Tiny. Teeny, teeny. Tiny. So the job she wanted, she wasn't able to... She wasn't eligible for it. She couldn't carry her, her step stool around with her. Well, it's like in the Navy, if you're going to be in a sub, I feel like four foot nine would, would be, be perfect. perfect. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know if, it, do they even allow women in subs? Yes. Okay. It feels like that. I'm assuming. Yeah. It feels like that could be. They're a, in every, every yeah. uh, field. I wouldn't want to be in a sub. Uh, no, thanks. That, Too claustrophobic. I was watching a documentary about, uh, it's called like abandoned shipwrecks. Mm-hmm. And they talk about shipwrecks. And one of them was the... The one off of the coast of here. The Thresher. Sub, the, yep. USS. About how it basically just imploded. Oh, yeah. It just came it's in upon himself. They didn't find any. Well, I shouldn't say. They 129 people. Dead. No bodies. Well, yeah. No. They got uh, incinerated, basically. Basically, yeah. That's terrifying. The and that was just a, a sea trial. Yes. It's terrifying. Oh, that was horrible. So losing that what dream. Where was that? In the 70s, right? Mm, 70s, 80s. I don't no, know. No, it wasn't in the 80s. So 70s then? Yeah. So or 60s. look it up. Losing that dream didn't stop Sophie from the job she wanted, uh, from yeah. finding something else <laughs> she loved and then pursuing it. Marine biology became her next dream job well, and she jumped in her. with both feet. I guess from what I read, she loved whales. Yeah. I mean, living there, the amount of like, they have a lot of orcas and stuff like that there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta. 
the wildlife and everything, like just living in a place that's so untouched that you're basically a a visitor. (laughs) Yeah. But even like when you moved your house and more into the woods, Right, right. You became a visitor because, like, all these foxes and stuff, like... Foxes. Well, the first night I was out here, not the first night, first week or so, all of a sudden, Jax takes off. We were closing in the animals. It was dark out. I had my headlamp on. And he goes, not a word. He just goes flying around the back of the house. So I go flying around the other side to go to the back of the house. Not a word. She's talking about a dog, not a person. (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about the dog. Sorry. So when I came around flying around the other side of the building, guess what? Well, the other side of the house, he's coming around and he's after him. There was three coyotes looking right at me. And I didn't see them. All I saw were their eyes, which scared the shit out of me. Terrifying. But can you imagine, like... uh this is like polar bears mm-hmm. and Arctic wolves and stuff. Like it would be cool. If, yeah, it is cool. But so, I mean, you would, you have to be a strong yeah, wildlife. Wild, yeah. And, yeah. Um, Sophie ended up getting a full scholarship to attend the university of Alaska Fairbanks. So she would be the first of her family to attend college. Good for her. Right. Good for her. Growing in such a small village to go to Fairbanks for a college would be a huge change for Sophie. Fairbanks is 517 miles away from Pickers Point or about a five-hour flight. That's still a long time. Yeah. Fairbanks is much larger than her home village. So luckily for Sophie and more students like her, they have a service for people coming from rural areas to help them acclimate to the new surroundings. Wow. So the school had it's called the Rural Student Services. Mm-hmm. To help with, because obviously it's in Alaska. They've never been, um, and they've never been around people. Yeah. <laughs> they will go to like town, obviously, to get supplies and stuff. But this isn't where, they don't live in places like that. So um, their mission statement for the Rural Student Services is, quote, they, um, Rural Student Services is committed to responding to student needs by providing quality services to Native and rural students who comprehensive approach who expend <laughs> positive effort in the pursuit of higher education and its opportunities. Our comprehensive approach is unique in recognizing students' efforts to develop and maintain academic and personal balance as they contribute to the cultural richness of the University of Alaska Fairbanks and beyond. 63? Yeah. That's when the thresher happened. <laughs> I kind of knew it was quote. before I was born, but... <laughs> um, so yeah, they had a whole services for people like Sophie that come from different villages yeah. in the area and acclimate them to, which I mean, that should be in a lot of places. Like yeah, I think if so. you go to like, say NYU and you're from Maine, oh. I feel like they should have a, a services. <laughs> so you to, to teach you how to use the, the, tr- the transportation that you can get mugged on the, on right. the street. To you te- know? Yeah. I mean, that's a totally different way of life. From that's Maine, culture shock. I wouldn't be able to tell you how to get on a city bus they should teach you know stuff like that i have no idea i wouldn't even i I barely know how to use the t i don't know how what those signs mean Uh, the red colors and they take the red and then they should have a class and teaching you how to listen (laughs) (laughs) so i think that's a cool thing to have like a i know because the only time you listen is if you hear your name exactly (laughs) and i think a change like that could have effects on people's mental health too i think so yeah that's that's definitely a uh, shock. Yeah. Uh, at the Rural Student Services, Sophie met a woman named Shirley Wasuli, and they soon became great friends. According to Shirley, they had the same fears coming into school. Quote, 
We were so afraid of failing. We had to make sure we got through school because otherwise our future was home. Not that home was a bad place, but we had hopes and dreams. We wanted to do things, end quote. And that's from Shirley. So basically they wanted to pursue something outside of their home. home. Yeah. But not that they wanted to be away from home. No, it's just they had bigger dreams. Right. Than, yeah. Than just same old, same old. Right. Because of these dreams and hopes, Shirley and Sophie became fast friends. They were able to relate to each other and coming from small villages, they were able to dream of the future together. Somebody to lean on. Right. And I think there was a few, you know, a lot of people like that. I'm sure they, they classed to each other. Yeah. Although Sophie wanted to graduate and start a career in marine biology, she had to take a leave of absence in 1992 because she needed jaw surgery and orthodontic work to correct a severe overbite. Ooh. So she had to go back to Pika's Point and work because she needed the insurance from... Um, right. For all the work she was getting done. I guess right. she went to become a teacher's assistant. So they do have a schooling there. Yep. Yep. I mean, just basically, like, I'm sure something that gets... Keeps them going. Like, yeah. I don't want to call it a tech school, but... Yeah. Learn as you go. All the procedures and aftercare were in Fairbanks, though. So Sophie didn't have to pay for the hotels while in Fairbanks. She would go back to the university and stay with Shirley. There we go. At Bartlett Hall. Yep. Because Shirley had a... She was still at school. Yeah. And then she had a uh, single. Mm-hmm. A single room yep. by herself, so it yep. must have been like her second or third year. Uh, probably a sophomore year. I think Sophie left effort for After. her sophomore year, yeah. Because yeah. she was 20 when all this takes place. Mm. They uh, This worked out for both because they were able to hang out and spend time together, and Sophie would be able to save money. Shirley um, would go and stay with her boyfriend in the building next door at yeah. night so Sophie could have the room to herself. Oh, well, that's sweet. So Not that she probably did it every night anyway. Yeah. But. Right. <laughs> so this happened every time Sophie came. And so, and it happened on April 24th, 1993. And that's, was no different. Yep. When she came for that weekend, Shirley was going to stay with her boyfriend. Da, 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 da. Sophie had a dentist appointment on Monday, April 26th, 1993. So she came for the weekend to spend time with friends right. and stuff like that. Right. And go shopping, whatever she needed on the weekend of April 24th, that started off like every other weekend, Sophie came. Shirley and Sophie met at the Rural Student Services and grabbed lunch and then went back to Shirley's room to catch up and hang out. The next day, Smoke which was- a couple of doobies, have a couple of drinks. Just kidding. No. It's what? Just, yeah, right. <laughs> I guess um, from what I read that Sophie wasn't a partier. No, she no. wasn't. That From what I read, yeah. too. That's why it was- Make it a joke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So on Sunday the 25th, Shirley had to study because it was around the time of finals. So the campus was quiet. Everybody was studying yep, kind of situation. Yep. Nobody knows what's going on outside their door at this time either. Apparently because not. They're usually embellished in their books. Yep. While Shirley was studying, Sophie went off with friends to town and went to the movies. After the movie, Sophie came back to Shirley's room and Shirley and her boyfriend Noah ordered pizza. And the three of them sat around Shirley's room, ate pizza, hung out, watched TV. Nice. Whatever. Yeah. That sounds good. I'm Around 1 a.m., they all decided to turn in for the night, which meant that Noah and Shirley were going to head over to his dorm. Right. And she's going to be by herself in hers. Before they left, Sophie asked Shirley where she could go smoke a cigarette because, you know, uh -huh. Alaska in April. She doesn't want to go outside. <coughs> I don't blame her. So Sophie, um, Shirley told Sophie, go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. There's a vent. Just go stand by the vent, smoke it. It'll yep. blow out. Yep. You're fine. Um, as Sophie headed to the bathroom, Shirley and Nathan cleaned up, got ready to head to his place for the night. Shirley left Sophie a note, and they left. And by the time they left, she hadn't came back. 
yeah. hair. And Shirley so would never just see Sophie again. Thinking, yeah, thinking just as she, she's smoking a butt. Yep. Yep. Monday morning, April 26th, Shirley came back to her room. When she got there, the door was unlocked, the lights were still on. And nobody was there. And so was the TV. Yeah. yeah. Shirley assumed that Sophie was in the shower getting ready for the day. So Shirley gathered her things, went to the bathroom to get ready for herself. When she Ooh. walked in, she heard a shower running. She called, Sophie, are you here? And another voice said, yeah, I'm here. <gasps> Assuming everything was fine, Shirley got ready, left a note for Sophie, and then headed to her classes. Basically like, oh, get in touch with me, whatever. Yep. And this is the next morning? Yep. Monday. Okay. As the day rolled on, Shirley still hadn't heard from Sophie at all, so she started to become a bit worried. No, they didn't have cell phones back then. No. But, I mean. Oh, well, yeah, no, yeah. 90s. The longer the day went on, the more worried Shirley got. Shirley even called the orthodontist office to see if Sophie made it to her appointment. And she did know what. Nope. That's when oh. Shirley got news that she never showed up. Oh. And then Shirley started hearing rumors around the campus that... uh, They found a body. Yep. Oh. On the second floor of Bartlett Hall in the bathroom. So where did she take a shower? I don't know. I'm assuming in that room. Wouldn't you chit-chat with the person you're if you're taking a shower, but no? She said, Sophie, are you here? But was somebody said, yeah, I'm here, but somebody could have misheard her. Well, that's it. Or was it, it's not, wasn't the same bathroom that she was found in, was it? I don't know. Because I, mean, you know I don't know how, how many bathrooms do- they're on that floor. Well, we used to clean and we used to have two sets of bathrooms on each floor too. So, but, um, the, I'll get into where she we're was not found. Th- this yeah. one, but we've cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we'll get into it, but yep. the body was found in a private area with a bathtub. So okay. it was a whole private. It could have been yeah. like people something totally different. I think people were coming in and out regardless. Right. Right. So Shirley finally made it back to her dorm and that's when she saw it swarmed with police and even reporters at Ooh. this time. So Ooh. I already got wind of it. She was told she was, in, was not able to get in and she said, I, I'm looking for my friend who was here. Yeah. And then that's when the troopers started to ask her questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah who yeah, was yeah. your friend? What did she look like? When did you last see her? Yep. Yeah. So, is she small? Is she tiny? Is that she allowed trooper, uh, troopers allowed Shirley into a room and they asked more questions and they looked around the room and found Sophie's ID. It's, and that's when they were able to tell her that it was yeah, Sophie. It was Sophie. Yeah. They needed the ID to basically. Yep. A janitor who was the one who found Sophie in the bathtub in the private stall of the second floor. So it was like a private stall. It had a bathtub. Yep. So okay. It, yeah. I don't know. I'm it was thinking, probably all by itself. Yeah, like no. Well, it's in the bathroom, but it's like at the end. Think of it. It has a another tub. room. Yeah. So if it was, they had like the toilets had a door shut off. Yeah. The showers did not, but I'm assuming if they had a bathtub in there, it they would have would. a shut off door. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sophie was murdered, mm. uh, and the way she was murdered was horrific. But what they saw wouldn't explain everything that happened. There were secrets with Sophie. We're going to take a quick break here. When we get back, we'll get into what happened to Sophie and what the next 26 years looked like for her case. And we are back. So what do you think of the story so far? I can't believe it's been 26 years before they solved anything. Yeah, so she knows all about this case. It's not a surprise to her. She's just going to no, keep it's spoiling recent. it for everybody. No. <laughs> well, you just said 26 years yeah. before we left, right? Yes. Yeah, I did. 
Okay, don't blame me. So uh, before we get to the story, have you seen that new show called Shiny Happy People on no. uh, Amazon Prime? You know the Duggar family? Yes. So it's about them. And then it's about a lot of it is about their religion. Yep. I don't, I can't fucking think of the name. I know. It's IB something something. Yep. And basically some of the religion is you're supposed to beat your child with a rod. And like the religion seems more culty than religion. Yeah. Well, making you have 19 plus kids is a cult. So that was like a whole thing. Like we're not women who have litters for crying out loud. I was talking to Nathan about it and I was like. So, because I was telling him about the, because I watched the first two episodes, mm-hmm. and I really kind of want to delve into the um, religion, I think, for an episode. But uh, I was like, yeah, their whole thing for, I think they have 20 kids, mm-hmm. was have kids until your body can't handle it anymore. So, I'm like, basically, you're saying have kids until you die. Yeah, pretty much. Until your body dies. Uh-huh. Or, I mean, after so so much, a uterus is going to fall out between your legs. And- no shit, 20 kids. And like, so uh, yeah, a and couple of them don't do- talk to the parents anymore. Nope. They didn't want, they didn't like the way they were raised. I don't blame them. So they would call, I was watching it and they were called when they would go basically spank the children with mm-hmm. the, the rod or whatever. Um, oh, fuck. They never put that on TV. They, br- they brought them into a room and they would said, you need some... I forget the word I, I said it the other day, but encouragement. Yeah. Let's go, let's go have some encouragement. Aye, aye, aye. But it's like, it's basically like the way they acted, you could see, um, they weren't allowed to kiss Mm-mm. until Very they were married. Strange. Yep. They called it. They even after the oldest one was engaged, they had to have, um, chaperones mm-hmm. everywhere they went. Yep. And it's like, you're not even raising your kids because they had buddy systems. So the oldest takes care of the one next take, to them. Takes care of four kids. Mm-hmm. Then the one under the, like stuff like that. They mm-hmm. have their buddies that they take care of. It's like, you're not taking care of the kids. No. Their kids are raising your kids. And you wonder why the kids are hating them. They never had a life. Well, they the let their life. oldest son touch molest them. Yeah. I don't know. They, <coughs> they said it was like over the clothes and they were sleeping. I'm like, that's even worse. It doesn't even matter. That's disgusting. It doesn't matter. That's enough. The insinuation was there. Oh, he did it. And oh, then yeah. he of course. got in trouble for it. Oh, I don't know if I he, felt, but, he didn't. Know, and then they found a bunch of very inappropriate child um, pornography. Rape. You don't call it pornography. They don't. Child porn? No. Because child had no choice. So it's like child rape material, I think is what it's okay. called now. Is that how right. they word it? Hey, be porn- well, pornography is it's consensual. Uh, is it? Which pornography to me is just dirty pictures. Yeah, mom. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's the way I well, think of pornography. So, like if it wasn't, Porno. then it would be sexual assault material. Like sexual, yeah. yeah. It or, was, it was brutal, sadistic. Yeah. Sadistic. Yep. And, oh, it was very, yes. very fucked up so, shit. He went to jail. What do they call it? Um, what are those movies that they take videos of somebody getting murdered? Sadistic yeah. Oh yeah. Murder, yeah. murder flicks or something. What like is that. it called? Uh, murder reels. No, it's like a a word, a snuff film. Yes. Where yes. there's basically a real life murder. So, yes. Can so you imagine? Basi- so it's basically that, but we're raping children. That's ridiculous. That's gross. And he yes. had it on his computer, and he tried to blame other people. <laughs> Pervert. Mm. And his wife's still with him, and there are five kids, or however. So yeah, like Jeez. I, I want to go into that one. I'm gonna. I think that's what I'm gonna try to do next week. They keep going and 
they keep the cycle going. Yeah. One of the daughters did speak in the documentary and if she's basically shunned from everybody now. Of course. Poor thing. And she didn't even want to talk about the whole situation with her brother. She no. started crying. She's like, I don't, I don't want to talk about this. Can we not? Yeah. Because she's been through enough. That's just re-traumatizing. It's re-victimizing. Yeah. So well, now we've done that. I just thought it was interesting. Look it up. It's on Amazon I'll have Prime. to. I'll have to. Because I did see a little blurb on TV yeah. about it. And I saw the daughter talking. Her husband's right next to her. Yep. I think it and might I was be kind some, of surprised. But. Might be somewhere else, too. Mm-hmm. So, um... Well, Sophie was found in the private stall in the bathtub. It was obvious that she was murdered. So she wasn't just like falling in her head. No. She didn't. So I'm sure she was at she, least partially clothed. She had multiple stab wounds. Yeah. Mm. Some were even inflicted to her face. Oh, that poor girl. So that's like a whole other level. Stabbing, stabbing somebody is so close. Like it's you can't a, be far away. A, no, it's, it's up close and personal like strangulation. Yes. But uh, like shooting somebody, but, you can basically like. But you disassociate. Away, yeah. But you put but a little distance. You, you got to like. Up close and t- personal. You're touching them. Up close and personal. That's like with um in England now. They have a lot of. <coughs> um, it's this stupid. I acid attacks. Smoking. Right. <coughs> well, that's good. But get it, it is. But get I haven't that. stopped coughing since. Your lungs are already starting to heal themselves. You know. I know. I can. I can tell. But. With all the black <sighs> shit coming up. A, I haven't seen any black shit. Oh, for, that's good. For a couple of weeks. But. I'm glad you quit. Because mm-hmm. that's all you need. Me too. <laughs> Me too. So it's like England has um, acid attacks. Yes, where they throw it in. They've acid been doing the that face. for years. Well, they don't have guns. They True. do. You can get guns, obviously, they in the black clubbed. market. But, but the you acid can have it throws from distance from you. <laughs> it's just like, but stabbing somebody is so personal. Mm-hmm. You have to touch them. Mm-hmm. And you can hurt yourself too. So it's just like getting. Um, what is it? This a lot of per- people get, percentage. Yeah. There will be blood from the offender because if you're st- you gotta you're gonna, t- you gotta you're go gonna hard. Slip. It's not like a t- no. Yeah, you slip up the uh, mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But not only was she stabbed, it was believed she was sexually sexually assaulted. Her pants and underwear pulled down, mm. and her shirt was pulled up. Her hair and clothes were also damp. So whoever did it tried. Like, turn the water on to wash yeah. away? Any DNA? Yeah. You shouldn't have gone in. Well, why wouldn't you just leave the water running? Because then he... Oh, it's a tub. It would spill right. out. There we go. Just leave the drain on. Right. Put the right. shower on. As long as she wasn't covered. I know. <laughs> it's so sad. It is really, really sad. You might as well just pour bleach on her, too. Right. You know? I mean, really. At the time she was in the tub, they believed she died from multiple stab wounds. Once they were able to get Sophie out of the tub, they discovered that there was a lighter. Remember mm-hmm. when she went to smoke? So mm-hmm. under her body, they found a lighter. No cigarettes. Well, I don't know. They didn't yeah. say that. <laughs> so she was in the bathroom smoking. She was basically ambushed and murdered. Another revelation they discovered when they moved her was that she was shot in the back of the head. So how did they... What came first is my question. They stabbed her in the face first and she was killed by a shot. I think... Wouldn't people hear her screaming, stabbing, right? I, mm, I don't know. Everybody, don't forget, yeah. it was test season or yeah. test time. People are partying. It's a they Sunday. probably have their yeah. earfo- earphones in at the time. Yeah. You know, because they're not bothering anybody else. And, so, yeah, she was shot. Or going to bed early. Why would you stop somebody after you shoot them just for like... That's what that, That's yeah. what I, I was wondering so where I guess it came. And- I read in one place that the stab to her face 
was she was still alive. <sighs> it's awful. They um, shot um, her in the back of the head to shut her up. Oh, God. It's so gross. Brutal. You don't bring a gun into a bathroom unless you plan on doing something uh. with it. So during her autopsy, they were able to gather DNA evidence from her because mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. was sexually assaulted. Internal. Okay. They did enter the DNA to a database, but it was 1993, and DNA wasn't where it is now. It, DNA at that point, I, mean, I think you the could. They knew to the take old, it. Yeah, have, you had, had to on commit file. a crime specifically to get your DNA brought in. But military and, requires DNA. I right. think I could be wrong. Probably then I don't know. Yeah. Now maybe more so. They were were not able to get any hits for now. Yep. Sophie's murder rocked the campus in the city. Part of the problem was yes. the security for the dorms was not great. People but were just, how big how big was the actual city? Do you know? City Fairbanks, right? It's basically like seven times to- or ten oh, times we were bigger. There in like seventy four. Yeah. I yeah. mean big. It's a big city. I'm assuming. It is a big it ha- city. To, it's not as have, big as Anchorage. Yeah, but to have a the university there even then is I mean like think of like Durham. Like, I was just gonna say probably like UNH. Yeah, there's a Even lot of people, but like the, the and it's secu- a, there's university, each, right? Yeah, yeah, each dorm has security at the door mm-hmm. who has to let you in. But people would leave the door open, right? Security wouldn't be there, right? Stuff like that. So security wasn't at their dorm at that time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Walking it, the halls. Yeah, they're supposed sure to be at the front good. door to let people in. They're right. not supposed to come in unless you go to that school right. or. Right. with somebody stuff the whole Have situation identification. yeah um the university also held uh vigils for sophie mm-hmm. there's some legal stuff between sophie's family and the university like a civil suit yeah yeah i'm not gonna get into it doesn't right. really matter civil suit well they put the responsibility they still she wasn't going to school there either yeah, but the university should be keeping people safe that are there. Mm-hmm. Basically, is what the the thing said. Like there wasn't, it wasn't adequate secu- yeah, security. security, and um, they I think it was a whole problem is because some stuff came out in the civil case that should have been kept quiet because they still the case wasn't you know it was ongoing. I I understand where her family was coming from because when your family member gets murdered, you have no answers because no. there were And you wouldn't nowhere. expect it there either if there was a security guard like this. Right. To be. If somebody was paying attention. Right. But it somebody happen. needs, to, you need somebody to blame when you don't have a, a yes, suspect. Somebody's got to be were, responsible. They were they, nowhere. They had no, no, no clues, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understand where the family was coming from. They wanted answers and they weren't getting it. They had no idea. Right. They thought right. my daughter wouldn't be dead if she didn't I go know, here. But it's like I don't Sad. understand. Even back if I day, got murdered, I'd want you to sue people so you could have money. <laughs> <laughs> Need to bury yeah. our ass, right? But well, it's just I just don't. Uh, I just sad. don't understand what delay. What delayed it? Why there wasn't more evidence or more eyewitnesses okay. or more... So I'm going to get into that. Okay, here you go. See, I don't know this part. <laughs> Even though the police went and talked to everybody yep. in the dorm, yep. they still weren't able to get any information because the usual didn't hear anything, didn't see anything. Nobody, Nobody saw anything. Nobody heard didn't, anything. You think literally they didn't or they didn't want to come forth? I think probably literally they didn't. They just, when you were in a dorm, 
You mind your own business. Well, Who's there's always stuff going door. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, a person they talked to that was interesting was Nicholas Dazer. Nicholas was a student at the university and lived on the third floor okay. of the dorms. So also the second floor was all women. Yep. It was a female only floor. Right. Third floor. But you pass them. I mean, they can't, yeah. the guys can't go to that floor. Of course I'm, So I think it has to be the doors are locked and you need access to get in. Like, that would make sense. You would think. But not only was he a student, he also worked as a security guard for the dorms. <laughs> he was that event- is like a big conflict of interest. Right. He was eventually fired for having a gun which wasn't allowed on the campus. Okay. He told police that he was working in a different dorm at the time of the murder. Another okay. person they spoke to Said was Nicholas's was roommate, Stephen Downs. So Ooh. Nicholas also said that it wasn't his gun and da-da-da. But how would you get fired then if you didn't? If it wasn't your gun, were you carrying it? How did oh. they know you had a gun? It's all questions Good I questions. got. Right? Good question. So Stephen Downs. Stephen told police at the time of the murder, he was at a party at his girlfriend's room on the fourth floor. So second, third, fourth. Right. So he only told, two floors above. Yeah. He told the police he had never been on the second floor and he didn't know Sophie at all. Okay. Stephen's, he didn't have to know her. Exactly. Stephen's <sighs> girlfriend, Catherine, told police that Nicholas and Stephen attended the party intermittently. All right. I thought Nicholas was working. That's what I thought. And I thought Stephen was there all night. Yeah, yeah. Well. Odd. So everything I'm going to say about Nicholas, because I do, I do say a lot about him, <coughs> is alleged because I don't want to be sued. You know, what's aggravating is that the police had enough information just with that. Yes. To bring it forth. Your girlfriend says that you weren't there that often? Then no. look into it. You know, There's going to be fingerprints. It's going to be two minutes. Two uh. minutes. By two, and why didn't they take fingerprints? Yeah, it was weird. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. By two thousand, they are now three. Well, I don't think there was many murders here either, so I don't think they're Probably, adequate. Well, yeah. In Alaska, you'll be surprised just well, because yeah. it's high alcoholism. I think so. High before drugs. this murder, there wasn't one um, in this area since the seventies. Okay, so it's so been 20 a while. Years. Yeah, so. Yeah, I find it odd. By 2003, Sophie's case was considered cold. Mm-hmm. They were not able to make any headway in the case, and there were no new tips. Run the DNA. Well, they did. I know. No, I know, but uh, they got to keep running it. So Joseph James D'Angelo, also mm-hmm. known as the Golden State Killer. Okay. BTK. No. No. Bind, the BTK is <laughs> bind, torture, torture kill. kill. Yeah, this is the Golden State. Yes. He was arrested in 2018. He committed 13 murders. 51 rapes and over 120 burglaries between 1974 and 1986. So he was arrested and he did not get charged for the rapes or burglaries because uh, statute of limitations were up. Yep. Yep. But he not on murder. No, he uh, no, not on murder. The reason I bring this up because D'Angelo, quote, D'Angelo became the first public arrest obtained through genetic gene- genealogy. Genealogy. A new technique that takes the DNA of an unknown suspect left behind at a crime scene and identifies him or her by tracing a family tree through his and her or her family members who voluntarily submit their DNA mm-hmm. to a public ge- genealogy database. End quote. 23andMe. Like yep. we do. Yep. I don't know if 23andMe Did, does that. I had to click whether or not I... You wanted to... Yeah, yeah. that's right too. And I said, I hell yeah, I want to solve murders. I want to know, I want to <laughs> know if I'm related. So this would be... Um, the Golden State Killer was the first to arrest be found like that this. way. Yeah, yep. and uh, P- BTK as well, right? No, 
I thought they did. No, he he killed people, stopped, and then yeah. restarted killing. And that's right. how he got caught. Yeah. He he had a family and everything. Oh, I know. And I then know. he restarted and he ended up getting caught because he restarted in a time where there was DNA. So yeah. he would then left his shit uh, thing. everywhere. Yeah, he's a I felt bad weird, for his daughter. Right? He's a fucking weirdo. He took Ugh. pictures of himself dressed up in lingerie and like ropes and stuff. And the whole thing is that his family had not a clue. I don't think this guy, his family did Matlock didn't. even did a show. This is even before he got <laughs> caught. Oh, and about was, Golden State or Bind, Torture, Kill? Bind, Torture, Kill because it was a guy who was a perfect father who was a clown. So- that that's jo- that's John Wayne Gacy. That's I think they were doing I think idea, a lot of yeah. serial but killers even, all in one. But to even him, he was burying the body. John Wayne Gacy was burying the bodies under his house, yeah. and his wife didn't know. I, and he was like a president like, of the it, Polish club. I just don't understand how they get away with it. They're sociopaths or psychotic because they can disassociate from their their reality yeah. and then their killing reality. <sighs> They're so fake. It's scary. Oh, yeah, so, it is. So I bring Everybody's this. Everybody's a little bad. No, right? I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I, I watch this girl on YouTube who like um, goes to events. Yeah. And like does reviews on the events. So she went to CrimeCon. I she was used, just going to say CrimeCon. Yeah. So she used to, to report on crime. Like she would engulf herself in true crime. She said, right. I had to stop because I was getting paranoid. I was having I anxiety. Like, <laughs> yeah. She lives in LA, so <laughs> well, I was, that so, comes naturally there. And then she was doing I'm, the crime I'm thinking th- same thing. Like, I want to take a trip with Hunter, and it's like, oh my god, I'm so scared. <laughs> I know you lock your doors now. I grew up never. Ha- I'm by myself. Well, in Lebanon, when we lived, the the key was molt in the well, lock. It got rusted into it because we never we never used. Well, let's put it this way: I don't carry a house key on my keychain. Yeah. You know, I so, mean, but you I only lock when you're door. in here, yeah. And yeah, basically, I only lock myself. So the in bind torture kill guy, yeah. and I will check closets if I'm by myself. Oh, shut up! Because he would he hid in the closet. He would hide in closets He'd watch until people, people they for- fall asleep. So you check your closets mm-hmm. and Usually under your bed. I'm in there. <laughs> Usually I'm in there, and I'm hoping the dog will scent something. You know? Yeah, look at him. He says that he wants to go outside <laughs> and play with a ball. <laughs> so, anyways, um, this came to the attention of Trooper Randy McFerrin who was assigned to Sophie's case in 2018. Okay. He used what he had heard from the Golden State Killer case and decided to contact a genetic genealogist to use what DNA they had from Sophie's case to see if they could get a match. Mm-hmm. And did they? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> December 18th, 2018, Randy got a phone call he had been waiting for. Jesus. They believed they had a match. According to the charging document from February 2009, quote, the lab identified a likely relative of the suspect, end quote. I thought it was 2019. Yeah. So oh. February 2019. I thought you said nine. He got a phone call. Legit, they figured it out in 2018 that they had a match. Okay. But then he had to do Take documentation. The and then basically the rest. Everything takes so yeah. forever. So they were able to get DNA from a possible second degree relationship. And it was uh, the lady put her DNA in and it was mm-hmm. Stephen Down's aunt. Yep. She did not have any kids of her own. And the chromosomes they found from his DNA uh, matched because they could figure out it went on the mom's side. Was it on the mom? Yep. So basically, Stephen's sperm was collected and it was able to be matched to his aunt who put her DNA to a public DNA database. The question is, does he have an identical twin? I don't think so, Ma. (laughs) I think he's the only child. (laughs) 
I'm just saying. <coughs> so that would be my defense, right? He had never been in trouble up to this point where he had to give his DNA. Mm-hmm. He had been in trouble. I heard one podcast say he'd never been in trouble. And then right. I found this where he actually. Um, but federal trouble? No, he okay. didn't have to give his DNA, but he was working as a nurse. Okay. And people reported him for being inappropriate. Oh. And him stealing medication or, or mis, misgiving. Me- yeah, mishandling medication. So th- I didn't hear it brought up anywhere else. When I looked at him, it's like, I don't, wouldn't want him to be my nurse. Yeah, he looks like a perv. Uh, so he looked pretty scary, but then again, he, he was in his coveralls yeah. and unshaven, unhair done. I'm sure he might. Yeah. I don't know. Who is Stephen Downs? Stephen Harris Downs was born and raised in Maine. Do we really care? No. Okay. He graduated from Edward Little High School in 1992. So I believe and that's- where? I think it's Lewiston? Auburn. Auburn? I, yeah, I think so. Lewiston, Auburn. They're, they're the Twin Cities. In the Twin fall- Cities of Maine, if you guys did not know this. Don't go there, though. No. No. Lewiston's pretty- Yep. It can be scary, but I thought I would clean their act up. I don't know. I always hear about stuff happening there. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. It's not a place I was like, oh, let's go to Lewiston. No, uh, I'm good. Uh, uh, we'll go to York. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go there either. <laughs> Stay off the roads. We're trying to right, work. Right, yeah, right. In 1992, that fall, he went to the University of Alaska Fairbanks, the same year that Sophie was murdered. Okay. So he went from Maine to, to Alaska. Alaska. Right? Can Why? you imagine? I don't know. After he graduated college, he moved to Tucson. Arizona. Yeah. And got a master's degree in something, I forget. So this guy is just unsteady. Who, who cares? And he became a nurse, yeah. which is crazy. An RN? I don't or a licensed practical? It just said nurse. Nurse. I'm probably, nurse. I think he worked at a place know, for intellect, intellectual disabled people. So older people? Well, uh, conv- maybe. Convalescent home? I, maybe, More yeah. Like caretaker? Yeah. So in 2003, he ended up moving back to Maine and worked as a nurse in Auburn. Big mistake. Yeah. In the pursuit of the truth, and the investigators knew they needed a direct DNA sample from Stephen. They followed Stephen for days. I would love to do that. Just follow somebody around? Yeah. Just wait for them to throw Anything. If I ever had, if somebody ever followed me and needed my DNA, it would be so easy because I'm constantly blowing my, <laughs> blowing my nose. I have coffee cups I toss out. Not that I toss it on the road or anything, but... Exactly, but in the in garbage the trash, and yeah. stuff, that's what I mean. My I'm DNA so is everywhere. I'm always... We have talked about this with like Hunter and probably you. If we're in, a, like, we clean houses and yep. we clean businesses. There's a murder there. My oh, hair, gonna, I've done my fingerprints are there. My <laughs> You're going to be a serial what, killer. What is it called? It's touch <laughs> DNA, where you touch something. My DNA, DNA is all over this house. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I touch, I've touched everything. Yeah, she's my killer. I am. If my mom dies, it was me. It was Stephanie. Oh my God. Imagine something. Stop. I'm telling you. Yeah. I don't now I'm going to go to jail. Cl- there's probably not a clean set of fingerprints anywhere in this house anyway. No. I'm sure. But like Hunter's fingerprints are on the fridge. Like all your oh, children. Her fingerprints are everywhere. Exactly. Hazel's. Right. <laughs> I'm looking at her play down right now and I'm I not, touched no, it. Actually, that's Penelope was playing with her. Oh, okay. So um, they followed him for days. Nothing. 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 He's been, he was that careful? Come on. And, but he didn't even know they were following him. So I just don't know if they, I don't know. They only did it for a couple days. Uh, stupid. And on February 13, 2019, Maine State Police and Alaska State Troopers got a hold of Stephen to ask him some questions. Mm-hmm. After they followed him and couldn't get his DNA. 
He told them basically the same thing he did in 93. He had nothing to do with it. Didn't know Sophie at all. Do you sure about that? You don't want a glass of water? Yeah. At the end of the conversation, the trooper told Stephen, quote, we have a strong reason to believe you are responsible for this, end quote. And Stephen's answer was like, wow, that's intense. (sighs) The next day, they executed a search warrant for his home and DNA. On February 5th. What the hell are they going to find? Well, his DNA, I can understand. What the hell are they going to find in his house? He's moved twice. Just wait. Okay. On February 15th, 2018, he was charged with rape of first degree murder of Sophie Sergi. Mm -hmm. After many holds up with COVID and all that, in February 2022, he was finally convicted and sentenced to 75 years in prison. 29 years later. And how many years is he going to serve? 75. Okay. He is appealing as a conviction officer, and he claims he's innocent so yes. before we end here, the innocence program is not coming in to swoop in to save this guy. But here's my, I don't, I think he did it. Obviously his DNA is there. Da, da, da. He, he raped her. Right. And he was what, there present at the time. Yeah. What his roommate is weird. He Did says he was working. It? He wasn't. It or he wasn't been, fully. You know, why? Maybe they're in cahoots with each other. And he was maybe fired for having a gun. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe he set it up. All alleged. Mm-hmm. But they, and the police claim they found a gun in Stephen's house that matched the murder weapon. Right. Why Necrophilia. Would he Maybe one guy shot her in the head. The other yeah. guy went over, screwed her, and, and stabbed yeah. her in the face. So, that is so disgusting. But, I mean, yeah. that's so a scenario. They say they found the murder weapon, possibly, but... At his house? It wasn't, though. Would you keep it? No. They could, there's no way they could trace the bullet. I don't know. It's just like... It, it's, Who it's keeps said, that for 30 years? A gun? It was a 22 and it was a rifle that he yeah. had. And the rifle at the time, I don't think it was a rifle. I think it was a 22 handgun. Yeah, it was. It was a 22 handgun that killed and him. And what did they find at his house? They just was said they a found rifle? a weapon that matched it. Uh, it so basically you just had a 22. Yeah. I don't know. It's but weird. You, if he, if it was a rifle. Not I mean, that, like, again, I said, not that he didn't do it, but the the way they put it to you is like, here's all this evidence, but- when you look at the evidence, yes, his DNA is there, so he did something. Yeah, but don't say he, he you found a gun that matched it, but it wasn't actually the it wasn't just, actually it was the the type of gun. So they were probably going for just um, more consistent. It's yeah. what he buys yeah. all the time a twenty two. So, so it would have been a twenty two if he shot her. You know, I think that Nicholas should have been looked at more. I think so because I think I think they both should have. They could have been. Maybe they both were involved or something. He's his roommate for four years and nothing ever got brought up. Right. Steven's never been in trouble before. Right. And Nicholas got fired for having a gun, but claims it wasn't his. And he's been lying just, left and right. It just doesn't make any sense. Obviously, allegedly. Right. And they lived together. So how maybe he got his DNA? I don't know. Or I, maybe I know he Steve- was doing a little mm-mm with, the, with Steven and, and then he, you know. And- I just feel like to ambush her. Yes, she was little. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this was a two-person. Mm. It could have been a two-person job. Not saying, like I said, I don't think he's innocent. Right. He, like, there's no doubt he did something. But the other guy. But I have like reservations of Nicholas. Yeah. Like it seemed weird. And there was another podcast I was doing. Same, same idea. Thing. They were like, it just. How come he wasn't looked into further? Exactly. He lied just because he lied his about, DNA wasn't yeah. on her. Basically, and this was ninety-two, ninety-three. Mm-hmm. So. Did you do? Is there? Did you check for touch DNA? Because I don't know if they had the ability to do that. No, probably not. They didn't even know about it. So that's he's not. Obviously, he's not a person of interest or anything. The case is closed. But it's just 
there's just things you think about after. Because mm-hmm. obviously Stephen did it. He's a pervert. Been, He's it, a sicko and a murderer. They did close the case. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the guy's in jail. There's been cases like, I did one where about a little boy was charged with murder and then he ended up getting acquitted. And then he killed. Uh, no. Oh. No, no. He, oh, he after a yeah. year and like. Yes, yeah. He yes, went to yes, jail until yes, yes, yes. he was 18. Yeah. And, then and, got it was out. A, and it was in the so San Quentin or some. It was in a tough prison. Yeah, he was by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had to... So, <sighs> he was 12, 10 or 12. He was young. I don't... Yeah. But... He didn't do he, it. He, he he says, I you know, there's no... There's no proof he did it. da 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 Her family says he did it. Mm-hmm. And they basically closed the case. Her daughters say he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But they, the police, after the kid got acquitted, were like, no, we're not looking for anybody else. He did it. Because it's just that's like that's when they get the tunnel vision. They do. And they go after one one suspect, and that's it. It's easy and to be swayed, like when you watch shows and stuff. Because once you know somebody, once you are told, like I'm sure we found a gun like it in his home, and his DNA is mm-hmm. there. That it didn't take much to be like, yeah. Oh well, his neighbor had the same gun. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm just, I'm just saying. So also, that's it. Oh my God. So please don't forget to rate and review on all listening platforms as well as subscribe. It really means a lot. It helps me out. Thank you for everyone for your positive feedback. Don't forget to find us on all our socials. Facebook and TikTok are the Macabre Family Podcast. Instagram is Macabre Family. Also shoot us an email at macabrefamilypod at gmail.com. And as always, stay spooky. Bye. Bye.